time there was a dude named Prescott, last name Bush. Guess what? He helped run a bank funding Nazis. Well, you think that Hitler got his tank money, Poppy? Hitler made a killer and then Prescott made a killer. Congratulations, the Bush family got millions. Woo! That's a lot of loot now. Time to turn it up now. Ain't no turning back now. Prescott had a son. His name was Herbert Walker. Little Herbert Walker. He was his little fucker. Messing with the skull and bones. Illuminati on his own. A little oil money on the side. And he got involved with this new thing called the CIA. But it was his troublemaker named JFK. When it comes to your liberties, the CIA is reckless. That's what JFK thought. Homie got a death wish. They should win silverback, greenbacks, Federal Reserve, and the Bush Family feeling that getting ready to check. Not in Chalice, the homie OBJ's gonna get them down to Dallas. George W said Pops I'm next He became the prayers like his father Next up on the mic create a new Pearl Harbor Damn Incredible On September 11th Bush and the head of the Bin Laden family Would be at the same Carlisle group meeting in Washington A few miles Before Osama Bin Laden's hijackers would attack the Pentagon Bush, Cheney and the Pinnack group Gained everything they had wanted As a direct result of 9-11 And of course US oil and arms companies The end game is uh, is again that uh, this is just one of the one of the things that they're doing. The end game is there's seven billion people on the planet, and these people want immortality. And for them to be mortal, lots of us or most of us have to die because there's simply not enough food and water on the planet. It's a small planet with limited natural resources. What's going to happen in a generation, two, three generations, when we get to 15, 20, 30, 50 billion people? You know, that's one of the reasons if you look today what's going on in the world of technologies, you have a lot of private companies who are getting ready to leave planet Earth and they're going to, uh, uh, to conquer, uh, to explore the moon and they're going on a one-way expedition to Mars. And all of this, of course, is being done on purpose because the future of, of humanity, when we're talking about immortality, what does it mean to be mortal? It means that, you know, it's the obligation as a species, you know, to, to assure the survival of, the, of humans as a species so that a million years from now, we can conquer every nook and corner of the galaxies. But to do that, we have to leave planet Earth. We can no longer be uh, 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 locked into a system in this one planet. We're people. And our combined uh, intellectual capacity of 7 billion people on the planet is what makes the world go round. It's not money, which has no intrinsic value. It's our ability to discover universal principles of nature and this divine spark of reason, which makes us unique in the universe. And that's something that the elite want to make sure they, they uproot and eliminate. Because again, they don't need so many people. They don't need progress for the rest of humanity. They just need progress for, for, you know, for them. And for, to, in order to have that, they need to destroy the world economy, deindustrialize the world, and, and that's is exactly what we're doing. And, and you see phrases such as uh, zero growth a lot in, in, in the media. Well, zero growth has a big part to play in, in deindustrialization because progress and development is directly proportional to population density. So if you have progress, you're going to have more technology of more people and more wealth and more families. And Rockefellers of this world, they don't need that. They don't need so many people. And so, you know, Russo's question was very good. Like, why, why are you doing this? Like, why do you want to hurt people, he said. 
you know, and I remember that it was a brilliant, you know, interview, you know, God bless his soul and, you know, may you rest in peace and even, and, and Jim Tucker. But the thing is, is that again, it's logical what these people are doing. And, and, and the end game is that the only way they can control us right now, because there are 7 billion of us, information travels, you know, in millisecond, which is a nuclear term. You know, so they need to control technologies because the elite understand there's few of them and there's a lot, a lot of us. And there's a lot of independent media out there, and your show is doing what needs to be done to get this information out. My show does that in the, in the Spanish. And people are waking up, but they need to be able to counter that. And so they're creating technologies in one of the areas they're working on. That also was discussed at this year's Bilderberg Conference. It's something called Active Denial System, which is a byproduct of larger ongoing research looking for technologies that could delete and then replace your memory via the use of electromagnetic radiation. And if you're thinking men in black Hollywood science fiction film, you're absolutely right, except the technology called Amnesia Beam is here. It is ready to be used at the moment's notice. And what's more, a team of neuroscientists has actually developed a brain scan based on finding hints about what a subject is intending to do. And this is a nightmare version of Minority Report made reality. And that's what these reports talk about, Bilderbergers, etc. Used to be a fan of Bill Blue dresses and smoke was still Cigars and umbrella they feel Should've seen a pissed off hill Why she stayed, what's the deal? I lost count of deal deals Y'all understand how criminals build In the Bronx they move with the people they kill Partners of the Bush crime fam Arkansas contra Iran Agency drug ran expand Poppy Bush got a helping hand All is fair in politics though Bill got elected as his show Got the power they live for War and rich and they can folk Like Goldman Sachs, the Wall Street goons Clinton papers stay improved Had a dry run to the Tiffany to come Dub TC, OKC, Waco, Texas, plain to see Murder gets your high ratings There's blood on your hands if you go to booties Criminal goons, criminal fiends They crime cartel and they got guns to sell If women getting raped in the process So well you see the agencies Drugs gotta stay in these streets Triple C's is the mark of the beast The Clinton crime cartel and they got guns to sell If women getting raped in the process So well you see the wars must continue just to boost the balance sheet Triple C's is the mark of the beast I'm proud of the work we have done. Just like we literally have a black son, but I still feel like I'm the only one asking. Oh, no. Do I really wanna write this rap song? Yeah. Suicidal in case anyone's asking. Oh, Fatal attraction, yeah. his coffin, oh, they made it happen. Oh, Vince Foster, oh, whose fault though? Yeah. Benghazi, what about Waco? 76 bodies. Every Olivia Gunn sold the killers, gone from Hillary. Could be our Hitler, gotta be kidding me. Whoa. Women's Whoa. empowerment, Clinton victims, we lost counterfeit. She needs a power fix, fake ass feminist, modern day lenders. Say let's settle this. Seriously, man, it's all been written. Ready for Hillary? The war on women. And they got guns to sell If women getting raped in the process So well you see the agencies Drugs gotta stay in these streets Triple C's is the mark of the beast The Clinton crime cartel and they got guns to sell If women getting raped in the process So well you see the wars must continue Just to boost their balance sheet Triple C's is the mark of the beast Peace, peace, peace. But we came out of the White House not only dead broke, but in debt. Looking at the book advance she had, was leaving the White House $8 million plus. You know what? Rich people, God bless us. There's one set of rules for the Clinton. You remember Whitewater, you remember Foulgate, you remember Travelgate, you remember Pardongate, you remember Benghazi. Are you qualified to be president of the United States? Are you qualified to be president of the United States? Triple C's is the mark of the beast. 
did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. Guys out for a walk one night and decide they go kill some Americans. What difference at this point does it make? The mark of the beast. Welcome to Moment of Rage with Jeremiah Harding. It is Wednesday, the 15th of March, 2017, and uh, <laughs> uh, this is a hilarious time to be alive. So the first two songs you heard in the style that I think I want to keep, where I get uh, two music, music tracks and then like include some dense interview content from uh from around the web were bush crime family from sea traffic in miami and uh clinton crime cartel from the free knots both uh projects you should check out i've uh included a lot of their content in my content and uh for some reason I'm uh, number one on IPMNation.com now, so I don't know why that happened, but y'all are amazing, and thank you for uh, for for listening to me as much as you do, because that's extremely strange uh, for me. This is this is my first real foray into <clears throat> into making really good content, and I I didn't think it was good yet but apparently a lot of other people disagree with me and I know how to accept it when I'm wrong um but thank you and I hope that uh that everybody here and uh, everybody on uh, journalistic revolution is having a great morning or afternoon depending on where you are right now but uh the interview that you heard was from the Lip TV on YouTube. Uh, Bilderberg Endgame revealed. Uh, it's from a great channel, the Lip TV on YouTube. Uh, please check them out uh, and check out the interview. I'll include a link in the description uh, between the Lip TV and Daniel Estelin, um, who has a good deal of information on global conspiracies, by all means, check into his work. But essentially, this was uh, discussing uh, in short terms, because, you know, I have an hour radio show. I can't I can't play like an hour of somebody else's content without A, feeling like I'm ripping it off entirely, and B, um, you know, completely missing the point of you guys showing up, which is for my fucking... I don't know. I try not to self-deprecate, but I don't know why my shit is as well-known as it is. But thank you all. But please, check out Daniel Estelin and uh, and, and the entire interview on the Bilderberg Group on the Lip TV. Uh, I'll include a link. And the interview was discussing how the Bilderberg Group, which, as anybody who follows conspiracy content... Uh, may be aware the Bilderberg group is uh, a very small group of organizational leaders and representatives for organizations uh, that come uh, around once a year to essentially discuss behind closed doors in a secret society 
uh, style. And before you say Illuminati, they're a member of the Bilderberg group. So it's not like they're the ones at the top, um, if they ever were to begin with. They have a piece of the pie, but it's a piece. It's not the whole pie. Um, but... Uh, it's it's these these representatives and leaders from these organizations deciding how things will go for the next year in secret, uh, with giant armed uh, escorts and, uh, and 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 security patrolling the yard to make sure nobody gets in so that they can hear what's being said, uh, and no accountability uh, for any of it, because you know I mean the U.S. government never pretended to need accountability at all which is why the uh the, the the tax rebels became taxers uh in terms of the whiskey rebellion and in terms of all of the future abuses of 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 power using uh, anything from expanding voting from landowners to everybody to um claiming that the civil war was about uh, human rights and slavery when it was about Lincoln being a tyrant. Um, the whole system is very well controlled, and uh, and anybody who, who marginally glances at this can tell that. But the Bilderberg Group, uh, at least as far as I'm aware, you know, there, there there's very probably uh, more shadowy organizations that are not as public, Um but the Bilderberg Group is the source, as far as I can tell, of, and I'm going to say that a lot because, you know, there's a lot we don't know, of a lot of the corruption that goes on. I included both Bush crime family and Clinton crime cartel in the beginning of this, not only because they're both solid tracks, but because they describe two sides of the same coin. It doesn't matter where you flip it, it doesn't matter what technique you use, it, you're going to get the same coin. Um, and I really wanted to drive the point home by showing that for any choice you may be making, the elites are going to meet anyway and try to wipe you off the map. Because that's what they want. You can check out the Georgia Guidestones and the, uh, the inscriptions detailing instructions for a worldwide population reduction. It's a public installation, you know? And whether they mean to reduce the population by one means or another, or whether they use that very sculpture as a distraction to avert our attention uh, to the, the possibility that they want to wipe us out when they want to overbreed us, maybe, and get us to wipe each other out when starvation hits. Um, they're still in control. The Bilderberg Group. Um, I mean, I, I send out this chart as regularly as possible uh, to people from Infowars.com and... It's been reposted on, like, every alternative media site and some non-alternative media sites. Like, if I'm talking to somebody new to conspiracies or libertarian or anarchist ideas, uh, what I'll normally do is I'll link them the, um, the Business Insider article so that they don't get freaked out that it's, like, from the freethoughtproject.com or some, uh, some similar site, Activist Post or something. 
um, which, by the way, check both of those out. They're much less fake news than CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, all of those mouthpieces for the state would ever be. Um, but this chart that I send out is very useful for detailing connections, uh, showing people that, you know, e even their McMuffin is connected to the war machine and to the global enslavement of mankind, to the prison industrial complex, uh, that it's all connected. Um, and it's very useful, you know. I would never knock it. It's helped me bring a lot of people out of the proverbial shadows. But it's also fucking old. It's old information. It's an old chart. And while that's given me time to uh, make sure that all the connections were sound and to make sure that uh, I wasn't just feeding somebody something because I wanted to be right about it. Um, it also means that those connections might have died by now because it's been like know, probably four years, if I remember correctly, something like that. It It's not been a short time since that chart was made. And that means it's old information. And if you talk to anybody in in the military, in, in politics, in the intelligence community, or even in media, they'll tell you information moves quick. And if you want the information that's the most sensitive, if you want the information that matters the most to what you tell the people, you need to get it quick before it's destroyed. So... Even though I appreciate that chart immensely because it's a good way to show people how things were, how things are is an entirely different picture because we don't have an updated chart, you know? So the chart that we had illustrated uh, connections between all major corporations, all major non-governmental uh, organizations, uh, all major uh, non-profits, and... Uh, all major government organizations. Basically, anything involved in international politics was connected to the center circle of this Bilderberg chart. And that's extremely valuable. But if we really want to keep on the ball, to keep our freedoms because we know enough, that we can recognize it when our freedoms are being eroded or outright stolen from us by those in charge, then one of the first things that we need to do is we need to keep updated, keep apprised. Because like that person said, like Daniel Estulin said in, in the Lip TV interview, um, their ultimate plan is to succeed while the rest of humanity fails, basically at our expense, uh, find all the ways to to work things without us. You know, like those surveys you answer for a little bit of extra site income or a gift card or a nice dinner out or a subscription to some service. Uh, all of those things are basically uh, collating data making sure that that data is available to corporations and governments and making sure that when it eventually reaches those people, they have 
every possible way to use it. Uh, the connections are very strong. The connections are very real. Um, that and, uh, and, and, and employment in general, they can watch people work with security cameras. They, uh, can put in the employment contracts that, you know, all of this footage is ours. You're being recorded on site. Uh, you consent to this. Um, so they can watch people work and find the most efficient ways that that's done so that they can then create automation for it. Or they could just have studies where they uh, bribe people with, with a small amount of money to be a part of some study where they can find out biomechanics with, without uh, doing some massive unethical lab testing. Uh, you know, all of this sort of thing. And that's not to mention the idea that you've got Fitbits and other biomechanics monitoring systems. Even the one in your cell phone the the accelerometer and the gyros the gyroscope and the GPS to make sure you're actually moving, and the 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 infrared uh, output uh, array on the back of 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 a lot of phones where they can tell your pulse, your stress level, um, you know, you, you and and just general medical information that people provide voluntarily. They put in their water intake. They manually enter the food that they've had, and they think, yeah, you know what, this will help me keep track, and they'll give me fitness advice. Yeah, sure, but they'll also have your medical records. And that doesn't seem to matter to a good deal of people. Um, most people are just content that their phone is doing a thing so that they don't have to, that their phone is tracking their health data so that they can feel um, more healthy even if they're not. And if this wasn't already atrocious, then we have the gigantic system of of healthcare and uh, from the ground up indoctrination as to how to live. Uh, you know, say no to street drugs, but say yes to all of our pharmaceuticals that are connected to the same corporations that provide school lunches and materials and playgrounds and shit. Um, everything connected from the ground up to make sure that everybody is willing to surrender their, their health data, to surrender their work data, their lifestyle data, Facebook collecting giant profiles of information on what somebody likes and doesn't like, um, who they interact with and how, collecting sentences that you don't finish um, in their databases as well as the ones you do because those sentences you don't finish are also data. Uh, just an insane amount of this collated. Twitter, uh, Google+, uh, Reddit, Gmail, uh, everything is connected and everything collates data and all that data can be used to make human beings obsolete. I gotta repeat that. It'll make human beings obsolete. The average working person is already being beaten out by machines. That average working person will eventually end up a slave to the system because they can't operate except by government assistance. Universal basic income. And I'm not just pulling this from my own head. Um... 
you should watch Truth Stream Media's Obsolete. It's a movie on Amazon uh, Video and uh, several other services, I believe. And it details how the elites have been planning from the ground up uh, systems that they can actively monitor, control, and manipulate. Uh, and how a universal basic income or some non-work-related pay would be the basic building block for all of it. You know, uh, there's there's this old sort of joke, but also sort of uh, idea that you can debunk a conspiracy theory by asking if it affects the elites in the same way that it affects everybody else. Well, first off, the more that I've found out about um, about the elites, for instance, bioengineering, uh, their and their geoengineering as well, uh, the more I've found that they've found ways to prevent themselves from being affected by it. Um, but you know, like by by having nose filters when they distribute a virus across a city. Um, or just gas masks in general and call it a terrorist attack or plan the terrorist attack overseas so that nobody will care about the results. Like, you know, fucking have another Syrian gas attack or have another uh, Yemeni street riot. Uh, and all of these systems are, are, are things that they can test things to keep them immune. Well, the elite in a universal basic income society would also get universal basic income. Um, but it's not really a drop in the bucket. It's mostly just to say, see, we're just like you. And with those connections, with the idea that the elites are going to try and make it seem like everybody can live just as well as everybody else, that's when they can start removing property. They can start saying, uh, you know, I have no property, no security, and I've never felt better like that article did, you know, or no privacy, you know. They can start saying this shit, and you will swallow it because you've been told to since you were a child. You've been told that, essentially, if you don't accept the narrative, uh, you've not been a good child. You've been, in some way, uh, unruly, you're a problem, etc. It's all designed to get you to uh, only accept things that are government-approved and always reject things that aren't. And as a result, the media can lie to you, society can be fundamentally and obviously structured against you, and as long as some government official comes by to tell you everything is going to be okay, you'll accept it. And that's where they can really grab you. Because if they can get you to accept that it's okay in one circumstance, but not another then you will crave the circumstance where it seems like everything will be fine. Like a lab animal that was trained that when they pressed one button, they would get a pellet, and when they pressed one pellet, uh, button, they would get a shock. You'll always go for the pellet button. 
And so then the elites using this sort of tactic, what they can do is they can start to mold minds and they can start to say, well, you're a Republican or you're a Democrat. And those people that have found themselves most closely aligned with Republican or Democrat, those people who represent the majority of the world's population will always go back to that party. They will always go back to that party. It doesn't matter who is in that party or what they believe or if they can form a cogent sentence without having a seizure or if they can uh, have appropriate hair care. You know, they don't give a shit. They don't give a shit because Trump is a terrible Nazi racist and the other people don't give a shit because Clinton is the reincarnation of Satan and she is a pedophile-enabling old hag. And, you know, all of that may be true. Um, but most people never take the critical analysis to really understand it before they do something. They'll listen to a few out-of-context quotes from either person, uh, from the people that they've grown to trust, who are most closely aligned with their party, with the people who tell them, as long as I'm in charge, everything will be okay. But as long as I'm not in charge, everything will turn progressively more and more terrible until I'm not uh, out of power anymore. Or until one of my colleagues or one of my assistants or, you know, one of my distant relatives isn't here to come fix everything. So Bush created a giant war system, um, but so did Clinton, Bill Clinton, the, the guy who bombed a Sudanese pharmaceutical factory resulting in the deaths of tens of thousands of people, the guy who sent ICBMs overseas to, well, actually not ICBMs, um, cruise missiles, if I remember correctly to destroy precision targets and ended up bombing villages. Whoops, that wasn't necessary or intended, and we're supposed to believe that. But, you know, after Clinton and Bush, we get Obama, who promised hope and change. He promised to dismantle the war machine. But keep in mind, he was the Democrat end of it. The elites get to manipulate people by saying once a Democrat is in, the Democrats, everything will be okay, Democrats. And then once a Democrat fucks things up sufficiently to where a Republican says, see, see how bad Democrats are? The Democrat can get out and then the Republican can get in and fix everything in the eyes of the Republicans and fucking bugger everything up in the eyes of the Democrats so that once they rile enough fear of having more Republican for the next eight years, um, 
or even just four if they're being extra threatening. Um, once they get a Democrat in, even though the last one sucked and the last one before him sucked and s- sucked down the line, even though everybody has fundamentally made things worse in one way or another, you know, and nobody is innocent, all have sinned. Fucking, it's going to be okay when your guy gets in this next time. We promise. And that's that's how they control things. A third party wouldn't even help here because the only thing that would do is have a third party take a bunch of flack and blame for fucking everything down the line. And that is if even a third party could get in. And that is if the third party could even do anything while they were in office or if they'd be stymied at every turn until they decided to give up. Fucking be the first president to off themselves in a press briefing. It's not hopeless. And I don't want anybody to get the impression that the only thing I'm trying to do is be some sort of doom prophet. It's just frustrating to see how easy it is to control people by lying to them or simply by not giving them all of the necessary information to make a wise decision. or to make a decision that's even good for themselves, wise or not. You know, and then that's the great other part to it, because if marijuana is ever federally descheduled and fully decriminalized, um, it'll only be so that the public interest can get access to hemp manufacture um, so that the government can control that too. You know? get a cut off of every bit of hemp because it's one of the most useful fucking things on the planet. And double that with the idea that marijuana is a sedative, a pacifier, not a stimulant. And once it's finally legalized, the people who've been the angriest about it not being legalized, watching little kids have seizures on on television... Uh, watching people with cancer uh, die because their tumors that were shrinking uh, stopped shrinking when the feds told them they couldn't have uh, marijuana anymore. Basically, torture porn. The kinds of things that you would see in Saw or Hostel or something uh, on a much, much more narrow scale and for the benefit, the direct benefit of the government and the ruling bodies. It'll get the people angry with those things, with watching them like a cacophony on TV every fucking day or seeing it on YouTube, scrolling through their Facebook feed and seeing another marijuana refugee moving their entire life, possibly risking homelessness to another state so that their child could live a life freer of pain, some standard of living. It'll get those angry people pacified because guess what? They'll be fucking stoned. 
And I'm not anti-marijuana. This isn't reefer madness. You know? A lot of people could use a joint. Hell, I could use a joint. But... To think that there's anything, anything, immune to the state's control mechanism when the Bilderberg Group has fucked over the planet in secret, behind closed doors, and when nothing has been done about it for fucking years, even though it's been public knowledge, even though they have a fucking website where they tell you how great they are. It's frustrating. And I'm not the only one who's frustrated. I'm not the only one who's pissed off. You know? Like, network. I don't need to tell you things are bad. You know things are bad. Fuck. Maybe that's why I'm getting such so many viewers on this, on this radio show. Because... I'm pissed off, and I'm seething with rage, and it's hard for me not to shake and feel that tight feeling in my chest whenever I talk about this shit. <laughs> it's almost 1.30 in the fucking morning where I am, and I pushed this to the last minute, and I couldn't sleep at all the previous night, but it wasn't because of this. It was because my mind is just constantly on this shit. And I can't get any fucking peace. And I know there are most... Most of my listeners are probably a similar way. It's just really hard to maintain a state of calm. And that's your fight or flight kicking in. That's not illegitimate. That's you feeling hunted by an invisible system that never respected you to begin with, always treated you like a number in their system registered by your parents as a product that the government can tax and track and fuck with constantly as if it was a toy. I know you're angry. I know every one of you out there is fucking infuriated, at least with one thing that the state does. And that's why I think it's really important to remember that the reason the elites want us dead and controlled, or at the very least cowed into submission, is because there are fuck-tons of us and there are a very small amount of them. I mean, fuck. Maybe, maybe my entire universe is a, is a fantasy novel. And maybe, maybe there is an entire class of people that's most of the population that went to a different secret school than I did. But you know what? I don't deal in far-fetched theories or ideas. What I deal with is hard reality. And the hard reality is that if they can't get us passive, they're fucked and they know it. If they can't keep us down, counted to submission, away from the world's sources of wealth, they're fucked. If they 
can't keep us mentally accepting of the fact that they rule over us even though we get very little benefit out of it and mostly get a bunch of abuses and usurpations that would have made the founders fucking nauseous. That is if, you know, <laughs> the people who are now saying that the entire founding was a false flag aren't correct, which is something I'm looking into. It's really interesting. Y'all should look into that. Where the revolution, the entire founding of America, the entire idea of America was just to create a new colony for England, essentially, that was, quote, separate, but still globally entwined with European interests. You know, a lot of people had to die for that to happen if that is what happened. But, you know, the wealthy don't care. We're pawns. Meat grinder. If they cared about the lower class of people, especially the lowest in countries that aren't uh, Western d uh, democracies and republics, then they wouldn't pepper those, those countries that aren't these countries with depleted uranium. They wouldn't uh, test nukes, uh, essentially, in, the, in, in their backyard. They wouldn't have massive genetic experiments or no-fly zones where they can fuck with the territory and nobody can come in and watch them do it. They don't give a shit about the lower class. They don't care about those people, and they don't care about you either. This government doesn't give a shit, and it never will. And the fact that this government is connected to the same wealthy interests that have been fucking people over for the past, you know, millennia, I don't see that changing until we fundamentally abolish the structure, which is why I'm an anarchist. But at the very least, you should get up and do something about it. Now, you may be asking yourself, I don't know, because <laughs> I'm, I'm not in your head. Um, what can I do? Well, uh, I'm about to come out with a YouTube video on this very subject, on the idea that we can't use their systems, we can't win with their weapons that they have pointed at us, and that we need a different strategy. And I hope you all check me out at Jeremiah, Jeremiah Talks on YouTube, and, uh, you know, subscribe, and I'll, I'll try to get that video up within the next several days. Uh, I'm gonna stop making excuses about video making and use a use a physical uh sorry use an avatar instead of taking physical video, because you know I don't have a set and I don't want to just be one of those people talking into a camera with their bedroom in the background, so uh, I'm gonna try. I've got a graphics tablet, um, and if you subscribe uh, to me on Patreon, be a become a patron. Um, there are certain rewards involving custom. Uh, logos uh, for for your social media and custom banners for Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Um, you know, so I'll just plug that here. That's patreon.com slash insanityisfree, which is my sort of ill-advised username that I got um, when I was in high school. Um, but patreon.com slash insanityisfree, you can check out the perks. Maybe join the Y tier or any tier above that. But uh, I'm going to start making videos pretty regularly uh, with an avatar that I'm going to draw with this graphics tablet that I'll also be using for the logos and the banners, you know, to just sort of tie all that disjointed mess together. This is why I don't understand why y'all listen. Um, 
but essentially uh the the video is going to entail a three-part plan to completely uh disconnect from all statist institutions and to sort of pack those institutions up so that they can leave uh orderly dissolution adam kokesh is a uh, going to be a candidate for president in 2020 although if my idea of the paradigm is is correct he's not going to make it because trump needs eight years so that he can have a sufficient time to fuck it up and of course they'd never allow a libertarian in during those eight years because while he's fucking it up he's going to instate a bunch more laws so that uh and and build a nice cage around around america um so that the next president that gets in can have adequate protection for all of their tyranny. Um, that's what the elites want anyway. But his idea for Adam Kokesh, his idea for, for, for a libertarian anarchist presidency is to dissolve the federal government, uh, in an orderly dissolution. Um, and while that's a noble idea, I don't see it working. What I see working is something that doesn't involve the state at all. And I'm going to be discussing that in the video. Um, I want to say Friday. But if it's not out Friday, it'll be out Sunday. I want it to be Friday, though, because <clears throat> then you then y'all can share the video over the weekend when more people have uh, more chance to, to watch that video. Uh, if you want updates on whether the video is or is not going to be released on Friday, contact me at Twitter at Insanity is Free. But the solution will never be using their tools. Their tools are aimed at us. Their tools are trained against us. We will lose if we try to use their tools, especially to establish new institutions better institutions, more ethical institutions, we will lose because their tools are much more powerful than ours. They've made it this way on purpose. And I hope anybody listening realizes that. The reason that we can't have really great guns, but they can, isn't because we're going to go shoot up every school or, you know, plan some terrorist event. The reason is because that way the government has all the great guns and superior firepower in the case of a revolution. The only possible way a revolution could work past that point is guerrilla warfare, and that doesn't always work out so well for the guerrillas. So, if they can disempower us, if they can get us really used to being disempowered, and if they can get us thinking the way they want us thinking, which is that this disempowerment is totally fine because if I had more power, uh, if there was no government, or if the government was much more limited, uh, terrorism um, services wouldn't be funded, uh, elderly people would die, children wouldn't have school food, you know, a host of things, or just chaos in the streets, you know, if we didn't have government, that'd be anarchy. Yes, yes, you can use a dictionary, I'm glad. Um, 
but the idea should be to realize what they can do to us, not what they can do for us. And the, their tools are designed to get us used to that sort of mental manipulation, where we say, everything will be all right as soon as X person is in charge. Never thinking, if I'm in charge of me, maybe I can run my life better than they can. You have to think that if there was anarchy, people like you would be in charge and there would be no roads, there would be no hospitals, schools, police force, military, anything, because everybody would be fucked without rulers. Stefan Molyneux of Freedom Main Radio in The Story of Your Enslavement, a relatively popular YouTube video about anarchist thought uh, and the uh, host of Freedom Main Radio, which is the most popular philosophical podcast, even though a lot of it is politics these days, which, you know, seems like mincing words. Uh, Politics is just the philosophy of rulership, so he's technically still completely accurate. But, you know, tangent. Uh, In the story of his enslavement, he brought up the idea that in a farm, cattle have adequate medical care, have food given to them, have a pen that they can call their own and that they always know how to go back to, they are essentially, I mean, that's where the term cowed into submission comes from, is turning somebody into less than human so that they will then do what you say. And that's what the government does. It dehumanizes us. It forces us to hate our neighbor. You know, like I've been discussing in previous videos. And it teaches us to fear not the government that's been hugely responsible for murder and constantly number one for mass genocides. That is, if you consider the government a giant, you know, monolithic conglomerate, which I do. Um, not to fear them but to fear people like James Baker and Brandon Freeland who walked into a police station totally legally open carrying and were arrested for it and now face uh, maximum charges on one of them, I believe, is 11 years or 15 or something like that for doing something that was not prohibited by law. And with all of the headlines I see of new things where where, where trials seem like they're not going to go well, um, and then they eventually don't, it's like, you know, for instance, one thing where the court rules that it's now legal for cops to maul innocent people with canine units. And, you know, I put, <laughs> I auto-tweet a lot of shit, and I don't, I don't necessarily read it. Um, but I, I auto-tweet from sources that I have a good idea are going to be reasonable about shit. And the, this article um, proved that cops were abusing Terry Law, Terry Stop Law, to okay the idea of a dog mauling an innocent person, uh, a canine unit. 
who's legally an officer, so I guess that means that any Terry stop that an officer engages in, he can beat the fuck out of somebody if he wants to, even if they didn't do anything wrong, anything illegal. It's a fucking terrible precedent. Fucking awful. But I was confronted by an officer on Twitter who disagreed with my posting of that um, and who also disagreed with the idea of somebody posting that. Um, but it's true. It's become legal. And so I really hope James and Brandon can pull out of this. I really hope that the state decides not to make themselves look worse. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm a pessimist anyway, and I sort of doubt it. The point is that the government is not on your side. It doesn't matter whether or not you believe that this time it'll be different. This time the Republican will act like a Republican and the Democrat will act like a Democrat. And it doesn't even matter if they do, because in the end, those people are working for the same people. So a Republican acts like a Democrat and a Democrat acts like a Republican. It just depends on what's profitable to whom and when. And if that's not an aggra aggravating system, I don't know what the fuck would be. I want you to get mad. And instead of sticking your head out the window and saying, I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore, I mean, do that if you want. I want you to arm up. I want you to learn as much as you can about surviving. I want you to learn as much as you can about the system that's been controlling you and forcing you to submit and then getting your thank you and your vote afterwards. I want you to realize that you're a fucking slave and that these people don't give a shit about you. And I want you to stand up, walk out the door, and educate your neighbors. I want you to start this revolution in your neighborhood and take all of these facts, all of these conspiracy theories, to your local neighborhoods, make informational terrorist cells where you're all against the people who've been fucking you over for millennia. And I want you to engage. The info war will never stop as long as there are parasites in office. And we have the capability to route them out as long as we take that bile, that rage, that anger, and distill it into 100% pure high-octane activism. And we can fuck these people up as long as we want to, and as long as we have the will to apply that to action. And that's what I want you to do this week. I want you to educate one person you know about one thing. If you don't already, and if you do, I want you to educate one more person. Street activism, talking to people, that's the most important shit you can do. Because if you can help somebody break out of that illusion, if you can help take somebody away from the control mechanisms that are built into their brain now, that's the first step to breaking the chains on their life. And we must break these chains if we are ever to retake the plantation. 
and own the planet for the free for the free people that deserve it once more. Burn the fucking system to the ground. This has been Moment of Rage with Jeremiah Harding, signing out. See you all next Wednesday on JournalisticRevolution.com and IPMNation.com. This is Immortal Technique with Eyes in the Sky. I am the eye in the sky, looking at you. I can read your mind. I am the maker of rules, dealing with fools. I can cheat you blind. My truth is the Ark of the Covenant buried in Ethiopia Watch you do fucking with a Minneapolis Somalian When I go home, the world I used to know is gone And I will live on my own for what shall it profit A rapper with creative control to sign a deal with the devil And lose his soul, my stillborn first expression is cold Like the faces of slave masters on a paper fold Subliminal racial supremacy choking me quick Like the bedtime stories of Joseph Smith Lynch mob gunning for me, trying to murder my seeds A shorty put him in the Nile in a basket of reeds And now I stare into the future with a spiritual flashlight Wondering who the fuck was me in a past life Bad diet, fuck raw, die young, fast life Same as a crash flight that took off When the music died on your last night Tell them the truth and they call you a traitor Talk to them honestly and they call you a hater Losing my composure cause the message is urgent Talking reckless, drunk on the mic like Larry Merchant Cursing at the serpent, Sumerian demons Who brush their wings against the air that I'm breathing A heathen with nothing left to believe in Even a reason for living that was forgiven by God and not religion Envision Jesus risen from the dead like Horus In a Baptist church Shaking off the rigor mortis The border should be illegal instead of the people That were here before the Bible and all of its sequels I speak to the detached and unrealistic That were born normal but turned socially autistic We resisted Homeland Security's mission Because I know what they really envisioned I am the high in the sky